Hello, welcome back to another episode of Ouch That Hurts. I'm your host, Yolani. And in today's episode, I have an incredible, incredible book review for y'all. And it is the Complete Personal Finance Guidebook by Jeff O. I can't pronounce his last name, so that's what I'm going to call him. But this book I found at the library and... I'm a huge personal finance person, and I'm pretty sure you know this about me, but I love personal finance just because it's an incredible way for us to learn more about money and how we can better manage ourselves. And okay, so without any more chit-chatting, let's get started. So this book, I love it so much because it talks about saving, checking, money markets, CDs, credit reports, credit credit scores, bad debt, credit cards, insurance, investing. It's it's a very detailed book. This is not your typical mindset or how to get rich quickly kind of thing, but this book has incredible resources that provides you with a detailed explanation for every topic that you want to know. So these are some of the great topics that the author discusses. So without any more chit-chatting, let's get started. All right, so the first thing that he discussed is FDIC. And what exactly FDIC is? Well, FDIC is insurance for your money. So Franklin Delano Roosevelt introduced this new protection and it meant that each bank or each financial institution had to insure an amount of money and that gave consumers meaning us some peace because back in the days when the great depression came along many banks didn't have this and banks were not having to do this just because they it was not enforced by the government so now with a certain amount of money people have to eventually these banks have to save and protect the money from from people but it's a certain amount and this book was written in 2005 from what i think and Right now, definitely you have to check out and see how much. I think it's two hundred and fifty per person. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but you have to, you have to go and and look this for for yourself. So, another thing is exactly telling us about what money market accounts are. So, money market accounts are a great place if you don't want to put your money onto a savings account. And why is that? Well, these are also protected by the FDIC. But you must put a minimum amount in your account. And if you don't do that, then there's definitely going to be some penalties along the way. And why is it better than a savings account? Well, it gives you more money for your, it gives you more interest for your money. So that's that. Another, another thing that he talks about CDs and CDs are not the CDs that you would hear on, you know, music. (laughs) These are basically accounts that you put that you have to have money for a certain period, certain time period. For example, three months, six months, a year. And you, if you would draw at any period 
before the time is up, then you will have to pay penalties. And, and again, why is it better than a typical savings account? Well, it gives you a higher interest. So that is that. Another thing that I didn't know, but I think it's very important, especially people who are trying to build up their credit, is if you see your credit report, and I'm pretty sure I've talked about credit reports in this podcast, but a credit report is basically when you check out and see how much you owe or how many lines of credit you have. So it's a, a long history of the different accounts that you had throughout the years. And it gives you an idea how much you owe and it lets you know what credit lines you have. So let's say you find an error there. You can dispute this error on any of your credit report companies. And the three of them are Equifax, uh the other one I forgot, and then TransUnion. So the there's three. So you can dispute that amount and you'll be set. But make sure you do this as soon as possible. You don't want to wait till, till you're trying to fix your credit because it takes a process. It's, it takes a time. So that's that. So he also explains about the differences between home equity loan and home equity line of credit. Oh, home equity of credit. So a home equity loan is you get a sum of money and then you pay it back like a loan. It's basically the interest on these loans tend to be high. And it's basically when you owe a house, own a house, I'm sorry, own, O-W-N. And you pretty much want to get a loan because you need money to, let's say, buy another property. Well, what you need to do it's basically what the lender's going to do is going to give you a sum of money and then you pay it back like a loan and they charge you interest for these. And these interests are very, very high. So I, rec- I don't recommend this if the loans are, are very high for you. I would advise you for, for you to take another loan if you can separately. Another thing is home equity of credit and it functions like a credit card. You spend how much or little you want and then from there you pay. The interest tend to be like 4%, but you end up paying like 6 or 7%. So you have to be very wise with these types of credits, credits because I mean these yeah, these loans that you use for when you own a house and you just want to take some equity from your loan from from your house. Got to be very very careful. Another thing is he talks about cars and how to finance it and one of the things that i found it very interesting is before you go to the dealership it is very important for you to um, go onto these websites it's going to be www.nada.com to see the prices of your car and your geographic area so why is it so important well when you go to the dealership your loan your car it's negotiable so you can see how much you are you should be paying if you go to these websites i just mentioned one to you it is the www.nada.com n-a-d-a and then you can go to www.kbb.com and then you can go to www.edumunds.com I will repeat this again, www.edmunds.com. 
dot com. So why is it so important? Well, you are going to know how much that car that you want is priced at your area. So you don't want to get a very, very expensive car or you don't want to get a car that it's definitely not the price that is selling in your area. So you got to do that. Also, never pay for ADM additional dealer market markup whenever you're getting into into a loan i mean into a car loan or when you're getting a new car so if you want to know more about cars and all those things i would definitely definitely read this book because it gives you some nuggets about that and yeah always always negotiate on your car finance every time you want to get a new car go and find and negotiate because also you have to do your research Research is so important because it gives you leverage. It gives you an opportunity to know how how much you can negotiate, and definitely will uh, uh, any negotiation will help help along the way. So that is that. So he also talks the the author of this book also talks about investing and why is investing so important. Well. I've already talked about this in my other episodes and investing is so important because it gives you an opportunity to beat inflation, obviously, and also you're putting your money to work for you. So there are different things out there. There's growth investing, which is revenue plus earning that grows quickly. So growth stocks, growth stocks often have high P.E., P stash no P slash E racials. And if you go onto the stock market and you go online and you, you want to see the stocks, you can see the PE in there. And it's not PE from class in <laughs> from the class that we took. It's basically it's like a, a number and you can see that anywhere. So Anywhere that you're looking for a stock, you can see the price of the stock and also the PE. Also talks about value investing. So what is that? So that's buying stocks at a lower price, typically a low PE. So what is value investing? Well, typically it's when stocks are on sale. And why are stocks on sale well sometimes the company is not performing well or people do not do not tend to buy that stock whatever the case might be so many investors see the potential of that stock because they've done the research they see they have seen the reports of these companies and they've done like i said the research and the work and they see that the company or the business is in a great in great shape and they believe that in the future it 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 will have potential and that is it has potential but not many not many people acknowledge that potential so that is that another thing is that when you contribute to the 401k and you leave another how another to another job you should roll over your 401k to a Roth IRA account and place or you can place it into your other employer um that's what the book says but my recommendation for you to roll over to the Roth IRA account and the reason is because you don't know your 
what your older employer is going to do with that money, right? You don't know if the employer, the business, the business goes somewhere and you don't know how you can track that money 20 years later. So it's better to to save that money into a Roth IRA, but also you have to do this within the 60, 60 days. If not, the IRA, IRS, I'm sorry, IRS will add penalties for not doing this at a time that's appropriate. So they only give you 60, 60 days for you to roll that money from the 401k to a Roth IRA. All right. So what's the difference between the IRA IRA money is that that money is post-taxed and then the 401k money it's pre-taxed. So that's one of the things that I, I want you to know. Another thing that I found very fascinating that I've never knew about this is something called reverse mortgage and this mortgage is for retirees that do not have sufficient money for their retirement but they have a house and they need money so the lender typically determines the equity of that house that the house has and then the lender pays the retiree the money so that means that the owners or the retirees do not have to sell their house they don't have to sell their house and you know how the lender gets the money back it's when the person who acquired the house sells the property so it's amazing it's great because that means that older people are not gonna be kicked out of their houses for not having money right what else what else um oh another thing that i have benefit from it's definitely financial aid and we have to talk about financial aid because i know a lot of y'all are going to college and college can be very expensive so i want you to know this because i had to go through this so financial aid basically if you're lucky you can get grants or scholarships and then you don't have to pay these back. And I want you to get these because that means that you're not going to be in debt if you do have these. You're not going to be in debt. And I pretty much that's how I finance my college. I had grants and scholarships. Most of these grants are family need or financial assistance for those who are in need. And then the scholarships are mostly based on merit so if you had a really good gpa or a really good sat score then these scholarships are for you but i ha that's why i recommend for you to have a great great sat score i mean i know it's hard it's a very very hard test especially if you're not a test taker it can be very overwhelming to get a very high act or sat score so that's what i recommend what else what else do i i see here oh something that i learned is that a standard deduction is for definitely for individuals that do not pay many tax deductions itemized deductions well these are deductions that you can get from any medical expenses property taxes interest expense moving expenses any expense that you are utilizing throughout the year you can definitely use it as a deduction so what's the difference between a tax credit and a tax deduction well a tax credit reduces your tax bill and then a tax deduction reduces the amount of income that is taxed so on the book the author talks about which one 
is better, whether it's a, is it a tax credit or a tax deduction. And he talks about that the tax tax uh, credit is much better because it reduces your tax bill and you, you won't have to pay many taxes. So that is definitely that. And I definitely need to finish this book because there's some pages that I haven't read. And if I can, I may or may not do another book review part two if not then that's fine but these are the great things that i want you to know from this incredible book this book is so amazing because it doesn't just teach you about that mindset like most of these financial books that we see definitely it teaches you how it teaches you about different checkings account oh i forgot to tell you he also talks about checkings account and checking account and savings account and how different banks and different institutions, different credit unions offer different things and how you should be you should be doing your research for what you need. And sometimes people tend to have a checking account, a special sa- a checking account because they like to withdraw money from the ATM and they should have a checking, I mean, an account that allows them to have great checking with great ATM withdrawals without them getting any pe- penalties. So it is very important to understand what you desire and what are your needs in any of these checkings and savings account because you want to pay the least amounts of fees and penalties. So so with that being said i finished this podcast and i hope i see you on the next episode this is an incredible book and i want you to check it out if you want to know more about my other incredible episodes here on ouch that hurts you should totally do that and without any more chit chatting thank you so much for listening to today's episode and i'll see you on the next week also don't forget to follow me on at tiktok on tiktok at ouch that hurts podcast and also you can follow me on pinterest at ouch that hurts by yolani so without any more chit chatting thank you so much and i'll see you on the next episode bye